0: I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894. Straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Powerful and successful people do not negotiate with themselves. Please exceptional. Work on your game. and his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Two questions I get asked the most. Number one, Dre, is there a way that I can talk to you on a regular basis for accountability, to make sure I'm staying consistent, and to get help with any challenges I may have ongoing? And number two, Dre, are you gonna write any more books? The answer to both of those questions are, yes and hell yes let me tell you how you can do both in one shot i want you to go to work on your game university.com where you have the option of getting my bulletproof bulletin which is my monthly magazine that i'm sending out every single month to everyone who is a member of my university where every month i'm writing new material that is fresh game for you to work on your personal growth and your business growth i'm going to send that physically in your mailbox every single month. Again, that's called the Bulletproof Bulletin. That is for everybody who is a member of my university at workingyourgameuniversity.com. Now you have another option while you're right there on that page. You can also join my mastermind. This is where you can talk to me on a regular basis. I mean, every single week, you're gonna get a live training from me. I answer all questions. We handle all challenges and hold each other accountable. That is inside of my Bulletproof Mastermind. It's the second level of my university, where as I just said, every week I have a Training, where I'm going to teach on a subject that melds personal development and business development, where we get straight to the point, no bullshit, no fluff, no filler material. I take the complex challenges that you're dealing with right now, and I simplify them in a bite-sized way, just like I do here on the show. Every single day. Now you can get all the information and all the details about both of these programs and all the bonuses that I didn't even mention because, by the way, I took all the courses that I've ever created. I have a course on how to use your social media story for maximum impact. I have a course called Bulletproof Mindset 2.0 that is my deepest material on mental toughness, discipline, leadership, and communication skills. I have a course called People Skills on building rapport and meeting other people as well as meeting yourself and how you can get your point across to others. I have a course called Content Machine about creating creating content that will help you lay the foundation for building your brand the same way that I've done and that I continually do. I have a course called Toughen Up, one called Unapologetic, one called Sell Yourself. I have another course called 25 Hours, about time management and time control. I have a 30 Days of Discipline course, the ASAP Confidence course, and a bunch of other courses. I'm not even going to list them all because this audio clip will be too long if I list everything. All of those bonuses I'm throwing in for free, as you become a member of my university and of my mastermind, all the information, all your options, and you can get started right now by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com. If you A, want to know if I'm going to write anymore, yes, I am. I'm going to write. As a matter of fact, every month I'm going to send you a new copy of my magazine with fresh new material for you to keep your game focused, sharp, and on point. And B, you want to work with me directly, you want to be able to talk to me every week, get your questions answered, get your challenges handled, and network and build relationships and connect with a community of like-minded professionals who are serious about their game like you are, all of that happens in my Bulletproof Mastermind. All information and you're going to get started by going to work on your game, university.com right now. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there even when. The success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together to a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, and mindsets, all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic. Is how to be more efficient with your time. Now, just yesterday, I told you why you don't need to work harder, so I'm saving you a whole bunch of effort. Now, today, I'm going to tell you how to make the most and conserve, in many ways, your time. So, we're going to take all these investments, five forms that we talked about in episode 609, time, money, attention, energy, and focus, I'm going to make sure that you're using them all the right way and at their optimum levels. All right, so now, before I get into this, let me tell everybody that I have a daily motivation text I send out for free. Every day, I want you to get this text. If you're not already getting it, there's a lot of people getting this text. I can even see how many people are getting this text right now. There's a lot. All right. So if you want to get on this list and get these texts, then hit me at this number 305 384 6894. It is free of charge every day. And you can reply to those texts. You'll be texting directly with me. That is not a bot. That is not my staff. That is me. That number again 305 384 6894. Now, the topic today how to be more efficient with your time. First of all, let's get clear on what this word is. Efficient means so that we are all on the same page here. Definition of efficient is especially of a system or a machine, and you could be a system or a machine as a person, achieving maximum productivity with minimum wasted effort or expense. It's a really good definition. Let me say that one again. I like how it sounds. Achieving maximum productivity with minimum wasted effort or expense. How can you achieve maximum productivity? with your time while not wasting any effort or not wasting any other form of investment like attention, money, or focus? That's a good question, isn't it? You see how that—that that is an insight right there. Asking that question, even if you don't have the answer, will lead you to thinking in different ways. That's how insight works. So, If you haven't listened to episode 1177, which I referred you to yesterday like three times, then go listen to it. Do your homework. Listen to that episode so you know what I'm talking about here. There are many people out there who are on an endless search. For productivity. They're always trying to be more productive, get more done in a day, feel like they can be achieving more with the amount of time that they have, are always pushing themselves to do more, do better, do it faster, get it done. And there's nothing inherently wrong with doing that. The basis of how you are productive, the basis of your productivity, the better way of saying that is how you're using your time. If you use your time more effectively, you will probably be more productive. You would get more done in the same amount of time. Or, You could get the same thing done in less time, right? So let's talk about that. How are you using your time so that you can achieve this thing that you're usually looking for, which is productivity? Usually, I don't have anybody come to me and say, Dre, I need to be more efficient with my time. Actually, not so bad. I do get people coming to me saying that, but most of the time, if I ask them, I dig into it, well, why do you want to be more efficient with your time? They'll start talking about something that has to do with productivity. I want to make more money. I want to get more things done. I want to get more things on my to-do list crossed off. I got all these goals that I want to reach in. It's taking me five years, but I want it to take two years. In other words, they want to be more productive, and that's why they want to be more efficient with their time. Most of the time, people just go straight to the productive part. I just want to get more things done. I want to make more money. I want to start my business this year. I want to 10x my revenue by the end of the year. These are all productivity things, things that people want to produce. In other words, the having part. We got the be, do, have, who are you being as a person, then what you do, then what you want to have. Most people are talking about something that they want to have that requires effort that is literally the definition of productivity. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be productive. So let's talk about how you use your time so that we can help free up some of that ability for you to be productive. Point number 1. Today's topic once again, how to be more efficient with your time. Number 1, stop negotiating with yourself. It's the number one thing you can do to be more productive. Stop negotiating with yourself. I gave a whole section of my book the third day to this very idea. No more negotiating with you. And the thing that I explained in that book, and I've probably said it here on the show before, I know I've said it here on the show, is that as a child growing up, depending on the home that you grew up in, if your parents told you to do something at a certain time, even if you didn't feel like doing it, you probably did it because there would be some kind of repercussion. When you were in school, depending on who your teachers were and your level of respect for them, if your teacher told you to do something, you did it because there would be repercussion. If you played a sport and the coach told you to do something, same thing. If you have a job and the boss tells you to do something, same thing. Maybe some people in your life these days, if you have a coach, if you have an accountability partner anybody who you respect at a high enough level and they say, all right, this is the thing that needs to get done, you do it because there's some repercussion on the other side. If you don't get it done, you don't negotiate with those people because of, again, whatever that carrot in the stick is, that would be a penalty that you don't want if you were not to follow what they said. Why can't you show yourself that same respect? What's stopping you from doing that? The answer is nothing is stopping you. Why can't you? There's no reason why you can't. is a question of why aren't you doing it is the better question. People who create power and consistent success in their lives are non-negotiable with themselves when they deem it necessary to take action. Let me say that sentence one more time. People who create power and consistent success in their lives are non-negotiable with themselves when they deem it necessary to take action. Meaning people who are successful and powerful do not say to themselves, you know what? I need to do something about this messy desk here. And then a week later, they still need to do something about the messy desk. People who create power in their lives do not look at themselves in the mirror after they get out the shower and say, you know what? I probably need to go to the gym. I need to start going to the gym again. And then a month later, they look in the mirror again and say, damn, you know what? I need to start going to the gym again. They don't do that. Powerful and successful people do not negotiate with themselves. They do not Procrastinate on their own initiatives and ideas. They do not tell themselves they need to do something, then not do it. Then a month goes by, then they remind themselves, damn, you know what? I didn't do that thing that I told myself I needed to do. Powerful people don't do that. Now, if you listen in between the lines of what I just said, I'm going to read in between those lines. We're talking about the be, do, have principle right here. If you see yourself as a powerful, successful person, yet you have found yourself doing what I just said powerful people don't do. We got a conflict. Something needs to change because something is going to change whether you want it to or not. Either A, you will start living up to that powerful, successful person you see yourself as, and you will stop negotiating with yourself and procrastinating on your own initiatives, or B, you will stop being a powerful, successful person because you are violating the principles of being a powerful, successful person. See, notice how that works. See, when you see yourself a certain way, you must take the actions that accompany that type of person. If you, and as long as you do, you will get the results. Be, do, have. However, if you see yourself as a certain type of person, and then you start violating those principles, you stop doing the things that that being is supposed to be doing, and you stop doing them, you lose that designation. You are no longer that person because you're no longer doing the thing. It's kind of like if you have a real estate license or something. I don't know how real estate licenses work, but let's just assume there are any of you who is works in any kind of field where you need a license to do the work. I would assume. You either need to be doing the thing consistently to keep the license. And if you don't do anything in that field that requires a license for, let's say, six months or a year or you don't pass the test or you don't pay the fees to keep your license up, then you lose your license. You are no longer licensed because you're not actively in the game anymore. In the state of Florida, for example, there is a business licensing. Every state has this business licensing. So if you want your state, your business registered with the state. For doing business in that state, you have to register the business. And every year you got to file some paperwork, some basic paperwork to keep your business going. If you don't file that paperwork, which comes with a fee, you don't file the paperwork and pay the fee and let them know that you still are alive and, and well and doing business, then you are no longer registered as a business in the state because you're not in the game anymore. It's the same thing with the B do have principle. So any of you who sees yourself as a powerful, successful individual, but you have been procrastinating lately, you've been negotiating with yourself lately, all right, we got an issue. All right, something needs to change and it needs to change quick. And I'm telling you that not that you need to go do something. You don't have to, because if you don't, all that's going to happen is you stop being powerful and successful. You have to keep living up to the ideals of the person that you see yourself as. And if you stop doing it, you're out of the game. i give you another example that I heard. I remember when LeBron James, his TV show called The Shop. I haven't watched the show in a while, but I remember when the first episode came out, I watched maybe the first two or three episodes of the show. And when it first came out, LeBron was in there and he had uh John Stewart, the guy who used to host the Daily Show. John Stewart, pretty funny guy. And he used to host the Daily Show on Comedy Central. And John was saying that he was asked, because LeBron is sitting around with like five other guys, and John is one of them. And someone asked John Stewart, how did you know when it was time for you to quit hosting the Daily Show? Because he doesn't host the show anymore. He kind of retired from it. And John said, I knew it was time for me to quit when I was leaving early, earlier than I used to leave. I used to stay all day because I was so into the work, but I started leaving early. And he also said, I noticed that I was coming late. I used to get to the office or to the studio, no, two hours before the show came on. Then I started getting there like an hour before, 30 minutes before, right when it was time to record, right in my call time. He said, I noticed that my time was getting smaller showing up, And I knew I needed to get out of it because I just wasn't as dedicated anymore. And LeBron interrupted him and said, you know what you were doing? And LeBron drew a parallel. He said, you realized that you were cheating the game. You realized that you were cheating the game. So it was time for you to get out. And that was a very insightful idea that LeBron pointed out. And that's exactly what I'm talking about here. Jon Stewart knew he needed to get out of the game because he was no longer being the person that he always saw himself as being when he was on top of his game. And when he stopped doing the things that went with that being, He knew either he was going to have to get out or the game was going to kick him out. And that's the same thing that I'm pointing out to you here. If you want to be more efficient with your time and you see yourself as a person who is productive, who gets things done, you cannot negotiate with yourself. And what do I mean by negotiating with yourself? It's when you tell yourself you need to do something and instead of doing it now, you say, well, I can do it later or I can do half of it. I can do some of it or it's not that big of a deal. I don't really need to do it at all. I can put it off till later. That's negotiating with yourself. Again, the kind of things that you wouldn't say to your parents or to your bosses or to your coaches, but you say to yourself. So what I'm saying to you is show yourself the same respect that you would show to those authority figures that you have or have had in your life. Show the same respect to yourself that you expect if you are an authority figure in the lives of people right now. Show yourself the respect that you would expect them to show you. Simple enough. Right. Successful people do not negotiate when it's deemed that is necessary for action to be taken. They move themselves to action faster and more consistently than other people do. Successful people move themselves to action faster and more consistently than unsuccessful people. Did everybody hear that? write it down? Need to say it again? So when it's time for them to go to the gym, the successful person doesn't think about going to the gym. There's no such thing as thinking about going to the gym. Personally, I'm an athlete. All right, I do not play a professional sport anymore, but I still work out every single day. Do you think that I think about going to the gym? No, I don't. I don't have to think about it. It's part of my routine. I know exactly when I'm going to be going to the gym within the next 24 hours. I know exactly where I'm going, what I'm doing. I pretty much know what I'm wearing and everything. I know exactly how it's going to go because it's non-negotiable for me. I don't have to think about it. Do I have to think about whether I'm going to record this show or not, right, given my track record and that the show's come out you no, know, 2,000 plus days in a row? No, I don't have to think about it. And you, the things that you are efficient at, the things that you're professional at, the things that you get paid for, the things that people know you best for, you have to think about whether you're going to do them or not. They just get done, right? True or not. And here's the thing: you can have this kind of discipline, if you even want to call it a discipline. It's kind of like just a way of living. It's a discipline to the outside world. It's not a discipline to you. You can have this way of living in every aspect of your life if you want to, but you must decide to do so. You just have to choose to enact this mentality and the things that you do. Move yourself to action faster and more consistently than other people do. So when it's time to go to the gym, they don't think about it. They go to the gym. There's a phone call to be made. Those of you who making phone calls is part of your job. You don't think about making phone calls. You just make phone calls. When something needs to be addressed, you don't think about addressing it. You just address it. There's no maybe. There's no do it later. If you can adopt this mentality, while you will still have the limitation of 24 hours in a day, what happens is, you waste less of that 24 hours in self-negotiation and utilize more of it in execution. Isn't this a simple enough concept? Of course, it's a simple enough concept. The question is, are you willing to do it? And are you willing to hold yourself accountable to it? And if you have any accountability gaps that need to be closed when it comes to doing this, and I would suggest you take a look at episode 765, the topic being closing your accountability gaps. Again, it's episode 765. And this whole thing, at this first point here, stop negotiating with yourself to be more efficient with your time, is really just about kind of on some levels, if you want to call it this, being a hard ass with yourself and saying, okay, I need to get this done, just doing it. And all of us, here's the thing about being a hard ass with yourself, for those of you who might be cringing at that idea, is that you are capable of doing this because you've done it with yourself before. You do it with yourself all the time. It's just that it might be few and far between. And maybe you only do it with yourself on things that you want to do and not necessarily on the things that you don't want to do, but it is all a matter of choice. It's a matter of decision. And here's what successful people do that unsuccessful people are not too good at. They make decisions and then they act on them. A true decision is followed by action, not just words. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is how to be more efficient with your time. Make a schedule and respect the schedule. Sounds just like what we talked about in point number one, right? No negotiation. Now, how does the schedule come into that? Well, let's think about it. When you have a schedule, what does that mean? It means at 8 o'clock, you're doing this. At 9.30, you do this. At 10.15, you're doing that. At 11 o'clock, you're doing this. At 12.30, you're doing that. Everything is laid out. And the baseline of it all is the calendar and the clock. All right, the calendar, we all agree what day it is. And we all agree what time it is, right? And depending on the time zone. So the schedule is the baseline. And you just respecting the baseline that you personally have created. This is the system that you're following. I'll talk about this in the last chapter of the third day creating the system, putting the systems in place so that you don't have to force yourself. You don't need willpower and you don't need motivation to utilize the third day principle. You put systems in place. The systems do all of that for you. All you got to do is follow the system. All you got to do is do what the system tells you to do. That's it. That's what a calendar is. A calendar is a system, everybody. This is why people with calendars usually get more things done more efficiently than people who merely have to-do lists. Why? Because a calendar is a system and a to-do list is not. A to-do list is just a list. And the problem with a list is that it can get longer and longer and longer, but it has no respect for the limitations of time. And us human beings, we have a limitation of time. That's why you need to use a calendar because it, just like you, has a limitation of time. And when you use a calendar, now you must do something that successful people do all the time. They prioritize. So here's what I want you to do. This connected to point number one when it comes to making a schedule and respecting I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. All of you who have a to-do list, anybody's listening to this, who has a to-do list, here's what I want you to do: get out your to-do list right now. If you have it on a a document on your phone, open it up. If you have a to-do list written down, all right, pull it up so you can see it. All right, now I want you to take that to-do list and throw it in the garbage. No, I'm joking. Don't throw it in the garbage. Don't delete that document. Keep that document. You need to know what all those things are. Actually, I'm, we're actually going to use that to-do list. Here's what you're going to do: you're going to take the to-do list. You're going to prioritize the items that are on your to-do list. In other words, what are the most important items? What are the second most, the third most, fourth most in order? Put them in order of priority. What needs to get done? What is going to help move you, your business, your life, your success forward the most? Prioritize. Put them in order. There should be a hierarchy of every item on your to-do list. And then once they are prioritized, put them on the calendar in order of priority. In other words, the number one priority should be the first thing that goes on the calendar, even if it's not the first thing you can do right now. Maybe you can't do it for two weeks, but put on a calendar in two weeks when you can address it. But it needs to go on the calendar because when something goes on the calendar, it has dedicated time that is just for that thing. When something is on a to-do list, there's no dedicated time for it. And the challenge is you have a limited amount of time. So how are you going to have an endless to-do list, but a limited amount of time? There's going to come a clash there. You have an endless list of things to do, but a finite amount of time. No wonder you can't get everything on your to-do list done. No wonder you don't feel productive. You are setting yourself up for failure by trying to do an infinite to-do list with a finite amount of time. Of course, you feel unproductive. Of course, you feel inefficient. Of course, you feel like you're not getting enough done. You set yourself up for this failure, but we're going to solve this problem right now. No more to-do lists. If you have one, start putting those things on the calendar and let's find out how much you really want to do. If you really want to do these things, find a space on the calendar for every single thing on there. And what you're going to realize, usually, depending on how long you've had a to-do list, is that some of those items ain't getting done. Some of those items don't deserve to get done, and they shouldn't be even on the list in the first place because the calendar forces you to realistically, and I don't use that word a lot, to realistically see what you can do given your time constraint of 24 hours in a day. You know, last time I checked, every human being does have that constraint. So there are some items on your to-do list that, again, they ain't getting done today, and that's okay. Some of them ain't getting done tomorrow, and some of them just are not going to get done, period. They need to be deleted because they just don't need to be done. They're not really high priority, and that's okay. Actually, it's very good when you can point out some things that you had on the list that you aren't really going to do and delete them. And as you continually prioritize the items on your list, you'll see more and more items which are not as important as you thought, you can delete those because they're not important. I mean, what else do you do with things that are unimportant? Napoleon Hill said, you got to be able to separate things in life from the important and the unimportant. Important are things that are going to lead you towards your definite chief aim in life. Unimportant is everything else. So how many unimportant things do you have on your to-do list? Be honest with yourself. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is how to be more efficient with your time. Make other people respect your schedule. Now, let me tell you the starting point of making other people respect your schedule. Does anybody know the answer? If you've been listening to this show, you've been following my work, you've read any of my books, you should have an idea of where I'm going with this when I say, what is the key to making other people respect your schedule? Anybody know? First of all, you must have a schedule because they can't respect something that doesn't exist. Second of all, you must respect your schedule because if you don't respect your schedule, they won't either. If you're a boss at a job and you tell an employee to do something and they don't do it and everybody sees they didn't do it and everybody sees that you see that they didn't do it and you don't do anything, well, guess what's going to happen next time you tell somebody to do something? Same thing. They're not going to listen to you either because you've already demonstrated that not listening to you has no repercussions. But if you remember that story I told you a couple of days ago, Donald Trump at his casino, he said, get this bathroom clean. It didn't get fixed in 10 minutes. He told the other person, go fire the last guy I told to get it clean. Now you got 10 minutes to get it clean. What is he letting everybody know? Uh, when I tell you to do something, I'm not joking. Get it done. This is the same way that you need to be with yourself. What was that phrase that I use in point number one? Non-negotiable. There's not a negotiation that you're going to get something done. It's getting done. So have a schedule and then you have to respect it so that other people respect it. And again, not just the to-do list and a schedule is a schedule. If the meeting is from nine to 10, at 10, the meeting is over. So that means everything that needs to get said in that meeting, you got one hour to get it said. Not Oh, uh, it's 9.59. We still got 10 things left to talk about. Let's just stress the meeting. No, no, no. We got one hour to get everything talked about. So let's be efficient with the time that we do have. So you see how we're still getting the same thing done. We're just flipping the equation and flipping the language around how we get it done. Instead of saying, we'll stress this as far as it needs to go. No, this is how much time we have. Let's get everything done in this time that we have. This is what people who are efficient with their time do. They're doing the same thing that you're doing. They got the same things to get done that you have to get done. And they have the same amount of time ostensibly that you do. They just look at their time differently from how you do. And they're less negotiable about their time than you are. And what's stopping you from being this type of person? Absolutely nothing. Who you are being is a choice. None of these things are foisted upon you. You choose who you're going to be as a person. And then you follow up that choice of being with actions that are commensurate with what you said you are, who you said you are. So be transparent about your schedule with anybody that you're dealing with. Somebody calls you and says, you got time to talk. You say, well, I got a meeting in 15 minutes. So I got 14 minutes. What you got to say? And hopefully you get it over faster than that. But you got to be more, less rather, negotiable with your time. You got to be more strict about your time. You got to be more hard ass about your own time and your schedule so that you have more time to do the things that matter most that will move the ball down the field in terms of you reaching your definite chief aims in life. What are those definite chief aims? Do you even know? And how is today's work moving you towards it? Do you even know? If you don't have an answer to that, no wonder it's hard for you to be efficient with your time. You don't even know where you're going. So doesn't matter where you end up. Not really. So be more transparent about your schedule and about your time with other people so that they will respect it. When they know you respect it, they'll respect it. Magic formula. Put things on your schedule. Instead of saying you'll talk to someone, schedule 15 minutes for a call. Honor the 15 minutes. Making people respect your schedule is as simple as actually having one. When you have a schedule, people will respect your schedule. Again, it is a magic formula that when you show people that you are serious about the thing that you're doing, they become serious about the thing that you're doing. All right, they don't even have to completely understand it. They just know you're serious, they'll be serious. Point number four today's topic, once again, is how to be more efficient with your time discipline equals time freedom. Everything I'm talking about here today is really about me being more disciplined with how you use your time, how you use your schedule, how you organize your day and how you organize your work and organize your life in general. This is about discipline. Now, some of you, if you haven't read my book, The Mirror of Motivation or my book, The Third Day, both of which I'll give you for free, if you just go to the links down below, thirddaybook.com or mirrorofmotivation.com. Actually, let's go to thirddaybook.com. On well, the next page, we'll offer you the mirror motivation and three other books that I call the Bulletproof Bundle, so you can get them all. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Many people who haven't read those books yet, they hear this word discipline and they automatically start to back off. Discipline is like a tough word for some people. Discipline is hard. Discipline is like fingernails on a chalkboard. Discipline is like eating cardboard. Discipline is like sandpaper. All right, You don't want to deal with discipline because it seems like it's Making yourself do stuff that you don't really want to do. That is not really what discipline is. Discipline is putting a process and/or a system in place that makes it easy for you to do the same things the same way every time, which is exactly what professionals do. You know, the people who get paid to do things the same things the same way every time. That's what discipline is. So this is something that you actually want. Now let me sell you on why being disciplined about your time actually creates more freedom for you and not less. The more disciplined you are and using these simple principles that I've shared with you here today, the more space you create for yourself with regards to time. Yes, the more disciplined you are, the more space you create. And let me explain why. Because many people often and incorrectly think that being disciplined will create constraints that limit your freedom, right? The more disciplined I am, there's more things that I can't do. If I'm disciplined about how I'm eating, damn, now I can't eat ice cream. Now I can't go and have some fried chicken. Now I can't eat popcorn at the movie theater. Now I can't have my snacks and candy bars. Most of the time when people think about discipline, those who don't understand it, i.e. people who haven't read the third day. I know there's a lot of people who haven't read it, but that's my responsibility to change that. But any of you who doesn't understand discipline, when you hear about it, you start to think about all the constraints that it puts on you and all the things that you can't do, right? All the things that it tells you you can't do anymore. And then many people who are not into that, they don't want any discipline because they don't want to be limited and constrained in what they can and can't do in their own lives. Now, let me tell you why you got that idea incorrect. Discipline itself creates the freedom for you. And here's how. When you have discipline in place in any aspect of your life, and today we're talking about time, but anywhere else as well. When you have discipline in place, you will have more things handled and organized and planned and scheduled. In other words, the system is taking care of more things in your life instead of you and your working memory. Your RAM, random access memory. That's like the stuff that your computer uses. Instead of your working memory, remembering everything that you have to do and keeping it on your subconscious all the time, and you being all frazzled because you're trying to focus on more than one thing at a time. This is how people feel overwhelmed. I did a whole episode on overwhelm where I explained how to not feel overwhelmed. And one of the ways is to stop trying to do more than one thing at a time, because human beings cannot do more than one thing at a time. I talked about that in episode 1366, how to combat overwhelm. The way that you eliminate the chance of overwhelm and the way that you allow discipline to work for you in a way that you actually enjoy is to employ these systems, to put processes in place, to put principles in place, to put rules in place, to put standard operating procedures for your own life in place, put a culture in place in your own life. The more areas in which you do this, here's what happens, the less you need to think about on your own, the less you need to remember on your own. And the less you need to bounce from one thing to the next to the other to the other, the less multitasking, which is actually an oxymoron, you need to do. And what does that do? It frees up your mind, it frees up your energy, frees up your conscious stream of thinking. It frees up your hands to focus more on the things that actually matter, the things that you need to think about, the things that you actually need to make decisions about and think about actively. That's what discipline does for you. The more things that you allow discipline and your systems to handle for you, the less chaos you have in your life. And the easier it is to find space, any kind of space, mental space, physical space, financial space, spiritual space, the easier it is to find space without worrying that you might be missing something, without worrying that you can't actually afford to give this space to anything because you got all these other 20 things that you haven't gotten to yet that you forgot to write down. That's what discipline does. The more disciplined you are, the easier it is to do everything else. So hopefully I've sold you on this concept of discipline. If I haven't, even if I have, as a matter of fact, go get my book the third day so we can drill it down. I sold you on it, but you still got to use the product. You still actually have to apply it. It's one thing for me to sell you. It's another thing for you to use it. So go get the third day if you haven't gotten it yet. That's at thirddaybook.com. Let's recap today's class, which is how to be more efficient with your time. Since so many people these days are chasing and in a constant search for productivity, which is a good idea. Let's talk about how to use your time. Point number one, stop negotiating with yourself. People who create power and consistent success in their lives are non-negotiable with themselves when they deem it necessary to take action. They move themselves to action faster and more consistently than other people do. They tell themselves something needs to be done. They just get it done, period. Point number two, make a schedule and respect your schedule. Take your to-do list, prioritize the items on it, and put them all on the calendar. That way you find out what you really want to do not just things that sound good to do, but things you actually have to do because now they're on the calendar and a calendar is finite. Your life is finite. Your time is finite. So why would you use an infinite to do list? Doesn't make any sense. Point number three, make other people respect your schedule. How do you do that? First of all, have a schedule. Second of all, respect your own schedule. If you don't respect your schedule, other people will not either. Put things on the schedule, not just on a to do list, on the schedule. So instead of saying you'll talk to someone, talk to them for 15 minutes, make a schedule. When you respect it, they respect it. Point number four, Discipline equals time freedom. Do not look at discipline as some terrible thing like you're in the military and you don't have any freedom, you don't have any space to be yourself. The more things you are disciplined about and you use processes and systems to handle for you, the more space you create for yourself to do the other things that you actually need to take time, you actually need to think about, you actually need to make decisions about. The more items that discipline and systems handle for you and organize for you, the less chaos in your life, the easier it is to find space mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially, physically, And let's worry that you might be missing something. It's all handled by the process. That is how discipline creates freedom. All that said, send me a text. You get my daily motivation text every single day, free of charge, straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. And when you are ready to put processes in place, systems in place for your business, whether you are a solopreneur, whether you're building a small business, whether you're just launching your business, whether you've been in business 10 years and you're ready to take things to the next level, putting systems in place and really getting everything where it needs to be so that your business can create the kind of freedom, whatever freedom that is for you and space, whatever space that is for you in your life. And you ready to do it like now, not next year, not 10 years from now, but now join me at work on your game university, where you have options to work with me directly. One-on-one, you can work with me in a group. The options are right there. If you go to again, that's work on your game, university.com again, that's work on your game, university.com work on your game, Dre all day.